Welcome to the Halderman Podcast. I'm your host, Robert McNamara, and today we'll be speaking about recent farm sales here in Ohio. I'm joined by Emily Elfers, a certified general appraiser and real estate agent with Halderman Real Estate Services. Emily, thank you for volunteering to come back on the podcast. Let's start with how planning has progressed this spring in your area. Thanks for having me, Robert. It's always good to chat and catch up with you. Um, Planting is moving along nicely in the Clark and Champaign County area. I saw a decent amount of activity early in April when it was fit, but still a little chilly. And most of those acres fared just fine. Um, The past few weeks have been overall really fit with a few wet days sprinkled in there, but significant progress has been being made. Yeah, that's great. Feels a lot different than last year. It seems like last year, we just kept getting rained out and rained out and rained out. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I know on my personal field here, I was excited not to have any wet spots and get planted in a in fit condition. So <laughs> yeah, a lot different than last year. Yeah, that's a great change. So in the last six months, what value changes have you seen in the land market? I really haven't seen any major changes in the past six months. So we're kind of talking um, early 2023 to now, and I can't believe it's already almost the end of May here. Um, But values have remained strong and really similar to late 2022 values. I really continue to see strength in the market. I haven't seen any record setting land sales in the past six months though, like we saw throughout 2021 and 2022 early on. I feel like there for a while, every time an auction would pop up, we'd hit a new record for for land prices in an area. So I haven't necessarily seen that. I feel like we're kind of at the top of the market, but land values have definitely remained pretty strong the past six months. Yeah. And I saw an article yesterday on AgWeb that they were some real estate firms in Iowa were saying that there were less sales going you know, the high dollar stuff. So maybe there just hasn't been as much on the market to achieve those prices, or maybe we've just kind of leveled off and everyone's in a holding pattern. Yes, absolutely. Who have been the primary buyers on sales that you've researched? Yeah, so a lot of the buyers that I have seen have been farmer buyers. Um, So I do a lot of appraisals for lending institutions, and a majority of those appraisals are for sales that have been private, Um, and a majority of those are between buyers and sellers that have previous relationships, so whether that be a tenant buying from a landlord or a family member buying from another family member. I've seen a lot of those recently. Um, Of course, there's a few auctions kind of sprinkled throughout there, um, but most of the auction sales have also been farmer buyers. We just had an auction, Halderman did, in Logan County last week, and the two cropland tracks were purchased by local farmers, um, and that's a majority of the interest in those specific tracks were were your local farmer buyers. So definitely more private sales than auction sales, open market, that kind of stuff? Yes, yeah. Uh, Have you seen a value difference when a sales held as an auction versus just selling privately to their tenant or their neighbors, like you said, a lot of the sales you've seen have been? Yeah, absolutely. I feel like those auction sales are definitely um, bring significantly more money than a private sale. Um, Most of my comparable sales that are at the high end of my values range um, have been auction sales. So I definitely think that there's always demand for, for farmland and those auction sales just really hit and make sure that everyone who's interested in the farm gets a chance at it. Um, And that always kind of brings a little bit more money than those private 
transactional relationship type of deals that are happening privately. Yeah. And you wonder is some of that just uh, if you have an auction, you get competition in the room or is it the marketing, the fact that you know, if you're going to have an auction, you're going to do a lot of marketing and you're going to make sure everyone knows the farms for sale. Yeah, absolutely. I think both of those are huge factors um, when you have an auction. You know, you're making sure to hit the local neighbors, but also those investors who are interested are going to have a chance at, um, you know, bidding on that farm that they wouldn't have known about it unless it was marketed properly. Right. Do you have any examples to share with us of similar farms selling with one being private and the other at auction? Yeah, so one example that comes to mind right away um, occurred in Champaign County um, in is last year, early 2022. But there was a private sale, you know, similar soils conditions, and the private sale sold for 11,400 an acre in that same township, same month. Again, similar soil type. That farm sold for 12,755 an acre at auction. So quite a difference there. I think it was close to between 10 to 15 percent higher that auction sale was. Um, and again, it was marketed, everyone had a chance at it, and it bought, brought significantly more money. I know, Robert, you have a few examples too that you were telling me about in Madison County. Yeah, in Madison County, there was a private transaction closed in the fourth quarter of 2022. And it was a large transaction. The acres averaged out to like 11,500 an acre, somewhere in there. And then the one of the individual pieces, they kind of carved off some of the good ground and resold it. And it actually sold for around 14,000 an acre for the same property. So just the difference in marketing it privately to your tenant versus it being the open market and auction. I mean, you can justify real estate fees and spending some money on marketing when we're talking those kind of increases. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and even if you have you know, a situation where you want to offer it to a tenant or a family member first. Sometimes it's good to have a professional get involved with that as well to make sure that you as the seller are being represented and um, kind of getting a fair market value for, for your land. Right. Is there any other information you'd like to share with us today about real estate values and anything on agriculture? No, not that I can think of. I think that um, we're in a good, pretty good spot with land value. I don't you know, we all don't know what's going to happen in the future. Um, I'm not anticipating any major changes. I kind of feel like land values are going to remain steady throughout the, the end of the year here. Um, I am not seeing as many auctions or many sales listed um, for auction as maybe we have in the past couple of years. So with supply going down, you know, and demand still, you know, being high, then I feel like our, our land values are going to remain pretty steady um, throughout the end of the year. But you never know. Um, commodity prices are, are changing on us. So we'll kind of see where things go. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, if the economy does go into a recession, have a downturn, there's going to be less 1031 exchange money floating around. So maybe that'll push there to be more farmer buyers and then commodity prices have decreased, interest rates are higher. It's just, it's going to be interesting, but I don't see how the land market can make a, a big dip or a big decrease until supply changes. I agree. Yes. Great to that. Well, thank you, Emily, for joining me today and all the valuable information. If you'd like to learn more about the Halderman companies or contact someone on the Halderman team, please visit halderman.com. Thanks, Robert.